We thank you, Lord God, for the evidence of what you are doing in the lives of those who we love. We thank you, Lord God, that we haven't seen anything yet and that the best is yet to come. So we're holding on to the promises of your word and your promises are yea and amen. We would not contradict your word by believing anything otherwise. We receive the good report of your word. We receive every promise, Lord God. And we eradicate and totally demolish every naysaying spirit that would try to come in and contradict what you've already done. Now grace us with the power of your Holy Spirit and your anointing to press our way through for the blessing that we have on the other side of the press. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not get weary in doing well because there's a, weep, a reaping if we faint not. So I thank you, Lord God, for fanning the fires of our faith. And Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that I decrease and that the anointing of your Holy Spirit increase in me. I submit myself over to you, Lord God. I present this body as a living sacrifice for the gospel, holy and acceptable by the blood of Jesus, washed, cleansed, and purified by the blood of Jesus. I submit my will to you, Lord, and have your way as we thirst and hunger after your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. The word is coming today from the book of Psalms 68 and 19. That Psalm 68 and 19 is one passage of scripture that I like to read, but I will embrace this word with other scriptures. Psalms 68 and 19. Bless be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation, Salah. Let me say that one more time. Mm -hmm. Bless yes. be the Lord, yes. who daily loads us with benefits, yes, the God of our salvation, yes, Salah. For a subject I'd like to entitle this text, I am loaded with the benefits of the Lord. All right, all right. I am loaded with the benefits of the Lord. You see, sometimes we're loaded with the burdens of the enemy. But we're speaking to the enemy today and we're telling him, I am loaded down with the benefits of the Lord. And the Lord just gave me a, a glimpse of what happened on last week. It was this the, 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 the truck that was carrying these mattresses was a small truck, uh -huh. but it was loaded down. I am loaded down with the benefits. The word of God says to us this morning that <clears throat> benefits uh, be the Lord who daily loads us yeah. with his benefits. Day by day, the Lord is constantly loading us with benefits. Yes. Yes. But the enemy will try to bring a smoke scream our way or a situation our way to make us feel like we're not benefactors of the benefit. We would think that, you know, we're always going to be in this place, we're always going to have these problems or situations as soon as we raise our head up, then something comes to try to pull us down, and sometimes we expect something else to happen. Mm -hmm. But the Lord wants you to know to expect 
that something good is going to happen to you today. Yes. Not on tomorrow, but on today. The Lord has so many benefits that he's pouring down blessings on us that we don't even have room enough to receive them. to take up, to lift as a stone, to bear, to carry. So the, the, the psalmist said, blessed be the Lord who daily loads. So it's kind of like, almost like a, the word is almost like a oxymoron here because it means two different things in scripture. It means that there will be times in our lives when we will, when we will be loaded down. Jesus, come on down. A songwriter once said, so heavy laden and burdened down. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those places, but I have been so heavy laden and so burdened down in the weight of responsibilities and all the different things that were pulling on me. I was like, Lord God, how do I keep my head up above the water? How do I keep a smile on my face when there is such a weight of responsibilities that are pressing on me? I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but somebody got a weight of responsibilities that are pressing on you and you feel so weighted down and you rise up and you do give God glory and honor and praise, but even in the midst of giving him the glory, the honor,
of it, that when we release it unto you, Lord, it is beneficial for us. In the book of Isaiah 46 and 3, it says, Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been upheld by me from birth, who have been carried from the womb. And when I read that passage of scripture this morning, and I'm looking at the Lord God, and he said, listen unto you who are so heavy laden and burdened down that I foreknew you even when you were in the womb. I was fashioning you and forming you for such a time as this. And I knew that there would be days in your life when you will be loaded down with the cares of life. And some of the cares are not even your own, but they belong to others. And you have taken them up as if they're your own. And I want you to know that form you like that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Some of us would say, but God, why would you form me like that? Because we feel that we are the only ones in the midst of having to be burdened down. Why me? Jesus. Jesus. And then God says in Deuteronomy 32 and 11, said even as he formed you in the book of Isaiah 46 and 3 and upheld you from your birth that no enemy can snatch you out even though you feel like you're being tossed and turned upside down and all around. The Lord God says he carries you, he carried you, and he still carries you. In Deuteronomy 32 and 11 it says, as an eagle stirs up its nets and hovers over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings, so does the the Lord do for you. He hovers over you. Yes. He sees that you are just weighted yes. down. He sees all of the responsibilities that you're having to embrace. And he says that that's when the eagle lands and comes and picks yes. you up. Jesus. And puts you in a place of safety. Then it also means uh, the load. The loads with the benefits. It means that the Lord God, even as we are loaded down and burdened down, that the Lord God has sent one whose name is Jesus to take up the burdens off of us and to reward us with good things. But we have to learn how to release the burdens, release the loads over to the Lord God so that we can be free to do that which he has clothed us to do. In the book of Genesis 44 and 13, it reads, Then they tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. And when I read that, I had to read the book of Genesis chapter 44 in its entirety. And we find that in the book of Genesis chapter 44, Joseph is now being reintroduced to his brothers. And we know the story of Joseph, how he was sold by his own brothers, how he was left for dead. And some of us have been in situations where we have been hurt by loved ones, that they have left us and we have asked and we've cried out to the Lord and wondered why am I like an outcast in the family? Why am I like an outcast? Come on. And some of us have said, why am I the strong one in the family? Why am I the one that everyone calls when they need a prayer, when they need a breakthrough, when they, when they need a word, when they need some 
you help. The very ones that you have taken on the load of responsibility for are the very ones that sometimes back, back out of your life. The ones that you would probably do almost anything for. Father had a child by 
Benjamin and Joseph's mother, two children. And so here Benjamin is there with them, and they 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 present monies and etc. for uh, the, the the resources that they need, the food, the commodities that they need, and they leave on their donkeys headed back to their father. And Joseph had them to put this silver cup in one of their bags, set them up. Y'all got about to set y'all up. Set them up. So when they left, he sent his men after them and said that you all, in so many words, I'm paraphrasing it, you've taken something from our Lord. And so they leave and Joseph's men go after them and they said, search our basket, our bags. We, we don't have anything that belongs to our Lord. And so they go through the baskets and they get to Benjamin, the youngest one. And there the silver cup is. And so he, he orders them to return back to Egypt. They come back to Egypt and Joseph says to them, how in the world could you all have done this terrible thing? And they're like, what did we do? We didn't take anything. He said, because of what you did, your younger brother Benjamin got to stay here. And the brothers begin to say, I can't go back because if we go back with Benjamin, this is our, this is our daddy's youngest child by his wife that had a son that is no longer with us. And if he loses this one child, it's going to break his heart. We cannot go back. Judah said, let me stay. Let me stay here and you send Benjamin back because if Benjamin doesn't come back, our dad has already said he's going to close his eyes and die. Joseph's heart was so moved with compassion because he remembered how he loved his dad and how his dad loved him. And he showed himself to them and said that, I'm your brother Joseph. I'm the one that you sold in slavery. But I have no out in my heart for you because the God that I serve has raised me up. Somebody need to hear this today. That whoever has put their mouth, hands on you, used and abused you, God is getting ready to raise you up. Love of the Lord. In Matthew 28 and 20, 
it says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that God has been with me and will be with me even to the end of the world. In Isaiah 53 and 11, by his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant, would justify the many as he will bear their iniquities. Hebrews 9 and 28, Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many. 1 Peter 2 and 24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, and Jesus himself had a load to carry. He had to carry the sins of the world, but he was glad about it. He didn't complain, he didn't gripe, he didn't call out to the Lord God and say, God, why do I have to carry the loads of this world? Why do I have to be the one that would give himself for the world? He just took up the sin of man and he was happy in doing that. In 1 Peter 5, 6 and 7 it says, therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due times. Casting all your cares on him because he cares. Can you cast your cares on the Lord today? Can you give the Lord God everything that you have been weighted down with? Can you give your mind over to the Lord? Can you give your problems over to the Lord? Can you give your family over to the Lord? Can you give your ministry over to the Lord? The Lord God wants you today to cast, to throw over to the side everything that has weighted you down, everything that has got in your way. The Lord said it is casting time today. It's time to release the load off of your shoulders, off of your mind. It's time to cast your cares to the Lord because he cares for you. In Luke 5, 3 and 10, the word of God reads, Jesus got in a boat belonging to Simon and he asked him to put out a little from the shore and sitting down, he talked to people from the boat. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets to cast. And Peter said, Master, we have worked through the night without catching anything, but you say I will let down the net. See, somebody today is saying, Lord, I've already tried this. I prayed, I confessed, I've read the word, I've touched and agreed with prayer partners here and there and everywhere, and I still don't see this situation changing. I've I, I done what the pastor said. I've done what the prophet said. I've done what the apostle said. But God, I don't see anything. See, somebody got a doubting spirit like Peter. Somebody may be double-minded in your mind. Somebody abundantly all that we can ever think or imagine according to our faith. But Peter he said to the Lord God Lord God but you know so I will let down the net. Somebody need to say right now but God you know so I'm going to trust you. I'm going to lay down the weight. I'm going to cast down the problem. I'm going to cast down the sorrow. I'm going to cast down the disappointment because the Lord God you know Lord, when we make room for him to come 
imagine or think. The word of God goes on to say, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and the net began to break. I want to see some nets breaking in the service today. I want to see somebody today that can cast their cares on the Lord because the Lord
going to even be able to really articulate how you got what you got. Oh, what you said. And then when you see how blessed you really are, the enemy is going to try to put a spirit of fear over you. And I, I think that my friend wouldn't mind me telling her testimony today. Because when she took the job and she wanted this job, the salary wasn't all that she thought she was going to get. And so the enemy this morning began to play with her mind and say that, you know, you got all of this extra bonuses when you were going down the table and teaching that really do you want to take this when you might lose some income in doing it. And I said, no, the Lord has enlarged your territory. He stretched your border. He's given you another level of responsibility because you have been elevated in the spirit realm. And see, some of us today, some of us today cannot even see the elevation because we're looking at the problem. Yo! 
speak Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, amen. You didn't even have enough nets to receive all that God was going to do for him. Jesus. And in the midst of this overflow moment, yes. my Lord, and he is all excited. Because the other little small boats over there don't have fish he has. Jesus. God has done a supernatural miracle. He had sense enough to share. That was good. But then when he realized the mighty works of the hand of the living God, he fell down and was like, you are Lord. Who is this man? Oh, yes. Come on now. Because that's what he's about to do with some of us. Like, Lord, I stand for real in all of you. But I pray that it doesn't take God bursting a net open for us to stand in awe of him. If it has not shown up yet, I know that it's on the way because the Lord God said it. So I should be awe-stricken every day that I wake up, I am in awe of you, Lord. And Jesus, as I close, uses as a teaching moment to Simon Peter. My God. Mm. Said, mm. I, I understand mm. you see the fish that you caught mm -hmm. today when you followed the command of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Said, Peter, you've been a fisherman all your life. <laughs> Catching a little, selling a little, having a big fish fry. <laughs> Enjoying that. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying the little ching ching that you get yeah. on the side. Yeah. Enough to feed you and a few more folks. Yeah. But deep Peter, what I'm about to do in your life, I'm about to turn your life upside down. And you're about to become a fisherman of me. Yes. Peter went through different trials and tribulations, loads and burdens. But he didn't give up his ministry, even though anger, the spirit of anger, yeah. rose up again, cut a man's ear off, Jesus had to slap it back on. There's still hope for some of us, because we ain't cutting nobody's ear off. We might have cut them with our tongue, but not with our sword. But Peter, on the day of Pentecost, and they had fully come, being filled with the Holy Ghost, preached one sermon. Bishop, you laid it on this. One sermon, and 3,000 souls Jesus. were saved. Jesus. Because he learned how to cast come on, first his net. Yes. An act of obedience. And act also of authority over the fish in the sea. Because God has given us dominion over them. That when he cast his net in obedience, authority hooked up with obedience. And the fish jumped in the net because authority sent the net down. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And because of his authority, the Lord raised him up in elevation changed him from a disciple to the apostle Peter. Yes. Where many were saved and received Jesus Christ as Lord. 
as I prepare to go to my seat. The Lord, he knew you even when he was forming you. He knew that you would have trials and tribulations, but he knew that in forming you, he had already given you the capacity to know how to stand up, up under the situations and the circumstances. He knew that at times in your life you will feel weighed down, heavy laden, even at times wanting to give up on that which he has called you to do. But you pressed. And because you press, the Lord God begins to take off the loads. And he begins to give you a newfound strength that you've never had before because there's a work in the ministry for everybody here to do. Every joint need to supply another joint. And when we do that, all needs begin to be met because we need both arms and we need both legs. Everybody is important in the body of Christ and there's no need to even fight about it. Because the work that God has called each of us to do is so great. And if we would just take our eyes off of ourselves and our situations, then greater works will we do because Jesus said it. The blind eyes will be open. The lanes will begin to walk. Sickness had to flee. Because the word of God said that. There shouldn't be anyone in this house today that has an infirmity in their body. That when they walk in the door, just by the handkerchief of Peter, walking, shadows, walking. People were healed and they were delivered. And we asked the question, where is the power in the church? Well, we are the church. When you ask that question, ask the Lord, where is the power in me? Because I am the church of the living God. Personally, I have to get in a place where I believe that the power of the living God so reside in me and I'm so strong and I don't have any cares, any worries that when they come, I say, your Lord, I don't want it. It came, but here it is. I give it to you. Some of you might say that that's easy said than done because you got to wake up the next day and it just might still be there. So what? Will that stop you? Will that confuse you to the place where you lose your hope and your belief in the Lord? Casting cares result in catching benefits. Casting your cares results in catching the benefits. For the Lord God has given us much benefits 
and casting our cares to him. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Mm -hmm.